made in Montana. News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. A neo-Nazi website operator has been ordered to disclose his net worth in a suit by a Montana real estate agent who says he encouraged an anti-Semitic troll storm against her family. U.S. Magistrate Judge Jeremiah Lynch has ordered the Daily Stormer founder Andrew Anglin to turn over financial statements of his current net worth by March 29th or face court-imposed sanctions. Tanya Gersh sued Angland in April of 2017, claiming Internet trolls attacked her and her family with hateful and threatening messages after Angland published their personal information, including her 12-year-old son's Twitter handle and photo. In a string of posts, Angland accused Gersh and other Jewish residents of Whitefish of engaging in an extortion racket against the mother of white nationalist Richard Spencer. The Fort Peck tribes have filed a complaint with and against the Montana High School Association over the presentation of tribal flags during pregame basketball ceremonies. The Fort Peck, Assiniboine, and Sioux Tribe Executive Board says the Montana High School Association did not allow a tribal flag to be positioned at center court during the national anthem before a popular boys game in the Class B state tournament earlier this month in Belgrade. The letter states the MHSA violated the Montana Constitution, Montana law, and the tribe's rights as sovereign nations. Two cheerleaders were forced to remain on the sidelines with the tribal flag during pregame ceremonies. MHSA Executive Director Mark Backman says the high school association is open to further discussion on the matter. A timber company has filed a protest over a successful bid by a group that opposes a southern Montana logging project. That bid would let the group delay the project. R.Y. Lumber lost the auction earlier this month to save our Gallatin Front, a group of nearby residents who secured a 25-year logging deferral on the land south of Bozeman. It was the first time that a group outbid a timber company for the right to block an entire timber sale. Senator John Tester has slammed the Trump administration proposal for border wall funding he says could impact military construction projects in Montana, but the Pentagon says the Montana projects may be safe. Earlier this week, the Pentagon released a document that includes a list of U.S. military construction projects from which the Trump administration could take funds to build a border wall. A $14.6 million missile maintenance facility at Malmstrom Air Force Base and a $9 million C-130 aircraft apron for the Montana Air National Guard in Great Falls are both on the list, but what that means is unclear. In a release this week, Tester said, quote, The President's dangerous proposal to take money away from our troops to build a wall undermines the missions at Malmstrom and at Mang. However, both the Great Falls military construction projects have projected award dates for the current fiscal year, which, according to the same Pentagon document, means they won't be tapped for the border wall. The missile maintenance facility at Malmstrom is currently out for bid. The contract is expected to be awarded next month. 
The apron will be awarded in September before the end of the fiscal year. A box elder lawmaker has introduced a bill that would allow Native American reservations in Montana to train their own health aides without the need for state licensing. The bill's sponsor, Representative Jonathan Windyboy, the Democrat from Box Elder, says he wants to increase access to health care and improve its quality in Indian country, where natives are already underserved. House Bill 599 passed the House 61 to 38 and is now before the Senate Public Health, Welfare and Safety Committee. The bill would apply only to clinical, dental, and behavioral health sciences. All services would be covered by Medicaid and would be 100% federally financed. A similar program is already running in Alaska. Proponents of the bill say despite the lack of state licensure, health aides would still have to undergo exhaustive training, would be supervised by employees with state licenses, and would be watched over by a regional Indian Health Services Certification Board made up of experts in the three healthcare areas. The aides would have four main levels of training and would only perform practices for which they are qualified. A large portion of the opposition has rested on the bill's definition of scope of authority. Committee members were told that in Alaska, a behavioral health aide must have at least 100 hours of practicum and 90 hours of training. By contrast, a state-licensed professional must have 600 hours of practicum and 3,000 hours of education. Dr. Kevin Reincher, a pediatric dentist in Great Falls, testifying on behalf of the Montana Dental Association, said, quote, dental therapists are not dentists. They're not dental hygienists. They are individuals who have limited education and limited experience. Currently, there are no accredited U.S. Department of Education approved programs for dental therapists. Al Garver, executive director of the Montana Dental Association, told the committee, quote, if the legislature approves this, it is essentially authorizing this newer, lower level standard of dental care in the state. The Senate Public Health, Welfare and Safety Committee took no action on the bill. The introduction of non-native lake trout into Yellowstone Lake has affected organisms from the microscopic level in the lake to large animals nearby, according to a newly published research article. Zooplankton, cutthroat trout, river otters, osprey, bald eagles, bears, and likely elk are among the creatures whose numbers, diet, and behavior have been altered as a result of the presence of the invasive non-native lake trout, according to an article in the scientific journal Science Advances. The authors include John Sisko of the Montana Cooperative Fishery Research Unit at Montana State University. The scientists analyzed data spanning more than four decades, beginning in 1972, and concluded that the impact of the illegal lake trout in Yellowstone Lake, in particular the decline of native cutthroat trout, has cascaded across the lake, its tributaries, and the surrounding area. Monitoring over the past three decades has shown a drastic drop in the numbers of native cutthroat trout that inhabit Yellowstone Lake and spawn in its tributaries, 
largely because of that illegal introduction of lake trout in the 1980s. The lake trout eat cutthroat and spawn at depths inaccessible to bears, birds, and other animals. As a result, according to the new paper, bald eagles have shifted their diet to compensate for the loss of the cutthroat trout. Even with that shift, the average number of bald eagle nests on Yellowstone Lake is down from 11 in 2004 to 2008 to 8 in 2013 through 2017. Spawning cutthroat trout were an important food source for black bears and grizzly bears, but they're almost gone. The estimated number of spawning cutthroats consumed annually by grizzlies was 20,900 in the late 1980s. It was 2,200 in the late 1990s and only 302 by the late 2000s. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.